Hi, everybody. Welcome to Living Life. Our devotional for today is Obeying God's Word. And what's so special about this study today is that this study is for the families. It's for the children. It's for the young people. It's for the family. You know, and God is encouraging the family to obey His Word. So here's the question. Why is there a decline? Why do people drift away from obeying God's Word? Why is this an issue passing on the faith from one generation to the next generation to the grandchildren and to the great-grandchildren? Well, this was happening with the people of God. They were starting to have children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. And the first generation, they got saved. They were fired up about God. But as each generation progressed, they would tend to forget right? And they would ignore the principles of God. So in today's study, we're going to go deep and we're going to study how God dealt with this. So without further ado, let's get into Deuteronomy chapter 11 and let's look at the scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 11 verses 13 through 21. So if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today to love the Lord your God and to serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul, then I will send rain on your land in its season, both autumn and spring rains, so that you may gather in your grain new wine and olive oil. I will provide grass in the fields for your cattle and you will eat and be satisfied. Be careful or you will be enticed to turn away and worship other gods and bow down to them. Then the Lord's anger will burn against you and he will shut up the heavens so that it will not rain and the ground will yield no produce and you will soon perish from the good land the Lord is giving you. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates, so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. You know, in our study today, the people of God are entering into the promised land and they're taking possession of the promised land. They're enjoying the land that is filled with milk and honey, that flows with milk and honey. And God basically just gives them really one commandment, one rule, very simple, and that is to obey God's word. Very simple. And God tells them, if you obey my word, he says, there's going to be rain. And that rain represents God's blessing, that God's going to provide everything that we need. He even says that he's going to provide the grass, which is the harvest. And there's going to be enough grass to feed the cattle, to feed all the animals. 
So God is promising his people that if they enter into the promised land, they're going to enter into a time of wonderful abundance and wonderful prosperity, that God's going to pour down his rain, his blessing, that he's going to give the harvest. Now, how many of us today want that? Do you want that? We want that, right? We want that blessing. We want that harvest. So this commandment or this rule of God applies to us today if we obey his word. So to obey God's word means that we have to be reading it. We have to be hearing it, you know, going to church, listening to the sermons, the teaching, the Bible studies, reading it, listening to it. And we also have to be putting it into action because we just can't be listeners of the word. We have to be doers of the word. So by hearing and reading and doing and implementing, God has promised to shower his blessing on us and to provide us with a great harvest. So if you look around in your life and if there isn't much of a harvest, if you look around in your life and there isn't much rain or blessing, maybe one of the first things you should look at is are you spending time in God's word? Are you spending time in reading it, listening to it, absorbing it, and implementing it in your life? So then in our uh, scripture today, uh, God goes on and tells the people of God, when you go into the promised land, you also must be very, very careful not to be tempted or deceived by the gods, little g, by the gods of the people in that land especially the god Baal. You see, Baal was the storm god. Baal was the rain god. So the people of God were tempted, and the people that lived in that land deceived the people of God, and they told them, well, if you worship the god Baal, he'll give you all the rain you need. If you worship the god Baal, he'll give you all the harvest you need. And many of the people of God were deceived they were tempted. Their attitude was, well, we know that our God promised us, but, you know, a lot of the people here are doing it. You know, they have a lot of these idols, and it's pretty easy to fit in and to be like these people. And God warned them, don't be deceived. Don't fall into temptation. And the same thing happens to you and I today. We are being deceived. We are being tempted by our society to worship other gods. And the counsel today is, don't do it. So the last thing we're going to go over in the scripture reading today is that God told them, okay, my word, you got, you got to obey it. You got to read it and listen to it and study it. He literally tells them that they need to put the word of God on their foreheads. So the Jewish people in their culture, especially for the priests, they would have these little boxes. And in these boxes, they would put scrolls or scripture or the Torah. And they would literally tie it around their forehead. Now, come on, guys. We're not going to go outside and have a little mini Bible tied around our forehead because that's not the point. The point is to have it in our hearts. The point is... To have it inside our minds. But God tells them, write it on the door frames, you know, write it on the walls, you know, my word, put it on a 
piece of paper, your children, everybody in the community where they can see it and never forget it. So my friend today, the wisdom or the guidance, the counsel from our Heavenly Father, the secret to life, the secret to happiness, the secret to success, the secret to prosperity is His Word. It's the Bible. So for you and me today, this is a very good reminder that we need to take time to get back into His Word. If it's either reading it yourself or going to a Bible study or investing more of your time into understanding God's Word and studying it. And if you do this, I know that God will bless you and prosper you because He even told them that I'm going to fulfill my promise to bless you and prosper you. And it's a promise He made, it says here, to His ancestors, to our ancestors. And He's going to fulfill it with us today. So God bless you and let's close. You know, as we close in prayer today to obey God's Word and to spend more time in His Word, you know, people always make excuses. You know, don't have time. I was distracted. I wasn't really into it. Well, you know, people don't make excuses that they didn't have time to watch Netflix. People always have time to watch Netflix. You know, people don't make excuses that they didn't have time to do fun things that they like to do. So let's not make any excuses. Let's just do it. Let's make the choice and the decision right now together that we're going to spend time this week in God's Word. So let's pray. Heavenly Father God, uh, we ask you for forgiveness. We ask you, Lord, that you would just forgive us of our sins, that you would forgive us, Lord God, of uh, not seeking you and not making you the priority. Forgive us, Lord, for being distracted and sinful. And Lord God, I pray now that you would just fill our hearts with your Holy Spirit, with that desire, with that fire to seek you, to seek you in our prayer closet, to seek you with other Christian friends, believers at church or in Bible study, but to seek you in our alone time, in our personal devotion time. Help us, Lord, every moment of the day to think about you, to talk to you, but most importantly, in the morning or in the afternoon, in the evening, to spend quality time reading your word and meditating on your word. And if we do that, you've promised to bless us and prosper us. So we love you, God, and we ask this now in Jesus' mighty and wonderful name. Amen. Oh uh -huh.